0: I You're listening to TFG Football.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of TFG Indian Football Podcast. Last time when we were speaking to you, we were all totally bummed out completely decimated after india crashed out uh, against bahrain uh, lost 1-0 uh, got booted out of the asian cup from the group stage after everybody literally thought we were going to the second round uh, things have changed so much for uh, in the in the last one week kevin uh, uh, what has changed it?
2: everything it's it changed in the national team
1: yeah it is a national thing but that India versus Bahrain game seems like that happened like three months ago at this point, right? Uh, Constantine has left. Uh, I've come back uh, to India. Uh, you know, uh, the I League uh, is going on. ISL has started immediately after uh, the you know uh, we got booted out. The players came back. Uh, ISL restarted, and uh, we've had some very interesting games already. The Kolkata Derby happened on Sunday. Uh, East Bengal beat Mohan Bagan. Uh, some very uh, interesting, controversial uh, things happened around it as usual on and off the field. Then Bengaluru FC suffered their first defeat of the season against Mumbai City FC. And that has opened up uh, the top of the table race. There's no title race in ISL, but uh, that looks like, uh, ISL points table looks like finally it's going to have some competition after a long time. And uh, then uh, Jamshedpur FC Goa, Played out a draw, then uh, Real Kashmir went and beat Chennai City FC. The I League title race is now a total cluster of four clubs just going for it, you know, or top gear. There's uh, Chennai City don't have much of a lead anymore, and everybody is just going after it. And uh, the the top four race, uh, the at the top the clubs between the third and the sixth position in ISL are also going all at, at it. Uh, to be in the top four, so exciting times. Kevin, both I-League and oh. ISL seem to be like super competitive right now.
2: Very much, very much, I and mean, it only really happened with uh, one result. The only one result makes so much of a difference. You know, yeah. City were on such a good run, uh, and this team is a tall. going in, uh, going down against the closest rivals. It's just uh, already uh, it was built to be one of the games of the season, and. Uh, Rightfully it lived up to its name. Uh, even in the uh, ISF, you know, we, we, told, we previewed this game, uh, Bangalore and uh, Mumbai City. Although there is no uh, title race uh, yet, because uh, time of the same final finals are to be done. Uh, but what it shows is Bangalore are not invincible, and uh, they can be beaten, and they can be beaten in a fashion which was just coming. Yeah. We we talked about how Mumbai City have grown, strength strength, how they uh transformed gradually, but they just got stronger over time, I and mean, it was it was a show of strength by Mumbai City coming into this game, and uh, especially in front of the home fans. I think this was uh this was wanting to be the game, and you know, rightfully we we got everything that we. Uh, hoping to see from the uh, university. They weren't just uh, there, uh, thanks to a couple of guys. Just uh, This has improved on every tactical and technical department that uh, uh, George Costa has shaped this
1: team already. Yeah, I mean, continuing with the theme of uh, uh, the ISL games, something that uh, Bengali has always had a, uh, you know, advantage over others is that they always uh, seem to start their uh, season early like even uh, this time they started uh, with uh, AFC Cup and Carl Squadrat that had early initiations into competitive football he had a long time to check his team out other ISL teams started a little bit later and uh, you could see that uh, you know Jorge Costa comes in he wasn't there last season right? No no yeah so hore costa gets appointed he uh, plays some friendlies uh, prepares prepares and there's a bit of stumble at the beginning but as time goes on uh, mumbai city have come into their own and you can tell that this is because uh, you know hore costa is getting to understand his players better he's getting to uh, implement his uh, strategies better and, and even the players understand uh, the the coach better and you just wonder like if Mumbai city had a prolonged build-up. If uh, we had a, a good little cup tournament uh, in the lead-up to uh, ISL, like a uh, small Durand Cup type, and uh, all the uh, you know uh, some of the big clubs in the country uh, sent teams there, uh, play experimental football, make substitutions, whatever. But uh, you know, send the teams, uh, give them some game time, give the fans something to look forward to. And you come into the league way more prepared. And it just pays off so much better. You just wonder if Mumbai City had that time to prepare. I mean, they they could have literally... Right now, it's not much of a lead uh, uh, at the top of the table. They could have been at the top of the table very firmly right now. Yeah,
2: easily. easily. uh, But the good thing to notice over here is Mumbai City didn't have the greatest of stats. Uh, Slump to immediate criticism from everybody saying Goymarai is... Uh, was, was the one for the team, uh, staying for yeah. continued second season. And, uh, George Costa, the way he brought his experience in, uh, it, it was showing that it, the, your, your performance outside India won't matter because it's a format that's not very, uh, it, it's not yet set because mm. we, we've got simultaneous release going on. Uh, the break for the first time that came and uh, that we introduced into the ice is multiple breaks. And, you know, thankfully, I think this is well worked for, for the Mumbai city manager. And uh, he's planned his way around uh, the time that was available at hand uh, using the the, uh, uh, the brakes well and also the, the strength of the players. We've seen a couple of players retained, uh, but the new additions, you know, that is how uh, it's a patient build-up. I would say. It wasn't easy to see. But uh, you know, the, the start that Mumbai City had, you you wouldn't imagine uh, they would really turn the tables upside down. Uh, but they've only grown stronger with every game that they played. Mm-hmm. So, so if if you want to point out to a team you know that's slowly building up and catching up to the league leaders, it had to be Mumbai City because they they really creeped up the way up up to the top.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Bengaluru FC, of course, uh, did not look that good at all. It seems like uh, if somebody had a uh, you know, adverse effect on their momentum because of the international break. Uh, it's so far, uh, it's it seems like Bengaluru FC suffered the most. Uh, it so what do you, what do you think about it? Like uh, how do you deal with uh, a break in the middle of the season? Uh, it, it's it's unusual. Uh, Asian Cup, uh, almost uh, you are expecting a month of break uh, bang in the middle of the season. How do you? I mean, if you're a coach. How do you think you can keep a a team in the spirit of the games? Uh, you know, what do you do? Organize friendlies, uh, you know, or let them just go on a holiday, then let them come back. How do you keep it going? So one
2: one one thing is to note over here because uh, when you talk about breaks, it's not break for all players. So you yeah. do have a set of players who are available with you. Uh, so you know, we we've reached uh, a uh, an age where technology helps us to do so much. You know, even if you not had the best of uh, 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 planning in the season, you have your breaks coming up. Mm-hmm. It, the data always helps, you know, it's the off season where you can work on the data, how it can show you trends, it can show you patterns of how your team been. Mm-hmm. So that can be utilized like in the theory scary session, it could be uh, a classroom uh, built-in uh, videos can be, you know, uh, used to show it uh, tool to the player. In that matter, you know, there's a whole lot of off field uh, methodology that has been already tried and tested in so many teams. So in those uh, breaks, I think the players that are available obviously can be, you know, uh, you know, it it obviously cannot be all play all day long. So it's got to be more with team bonding as well. We saw a couple of uh, videos of teams going out for the morning exercises. We've got some uh, on field uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Enjoyment, light training sessions. I mean, it, it's all a mix, you know. Use yeah. the time to study the data,
1: study the opponents.
2: So that's all part of the plan. When you know your breaks are set, it gives you so much to do in in the off season.
1: Yeah. So now that you look at the data, you know, after after Mumbai City, Bengaluru, uh, Jamshedpur FC, and go played out a goalless draw, uh, neither team wanted to lose. Uh, I think uh, both will be either a little bit disappointed or they'll be like, okay. Okay, we're still on track uh, because uh, ATK also dropped points uh, against uh, Kerala Blasters. So now that you're looking at the points table data, uh, we've got uh, Goa on 21 points from 12 games, uh, Jamshedpur FC on 20, ATK right behind with uh, 17. Who who do you think is gonna pull out uh, in front? Like it seems like Goa might, uh, you know. Get uh, you know Goa have dropped points. They're going to face Mumbai City next. So if they lose one more, uh, they are in the uh, danger of being overtaken by Jamshedpur. Do you think that's going to happen in the next week or two? Yeah,
2: Jamshedpur have been the draw specialist for a second time running. Yeah. And you know it just uh, sometimes this is what. uh, uh um, final, and the final gives you that scope, that that uh, that leverage to, to go easy at times, uh, not really all out towards the, towards the end of the season. So even if you've got a set of cramped fixtures, it really doesn't matter. You know, you can just uh, hold on to those uh nil goal goal score lines. Yeah, uh, you can really get those marginal victories just to keep you afloat around that put position, that final uh, spot of playoffs. Yeah. So, for me, right now, no, if you really can't go into that mode, you can start, start away with uh, really predicting so these are your uh, other three. Now, we, we know Bangalore FC has already got one foot towards a player. they got such a healthy leader right there. Mm. But uh, the, the next four or five spots always up for grabs towards you know, the last two match days as well. you yeah. seen it was a close race last time around as well. Mm. So, not really though, going into uh, predicting a strong for any of uh, the other three right
1: now. Mm. So uh, yeah, it it it's, it also uh, works out for these teams which have uh, which have a good defense and uh, can can grind out a nil-nil draw, because most of the teams that have won uh, the ISL have been those kind of teams. You know, like ATK, not the best team, never the best team. But a grinds out uh, a result against Mumbai City, wins in penalties, beats Kerala Blasters. All of a sudden, you're the champion. It it works out, in, uh you know in in ISL for teams like Jamshedpur FC, the way they are playing now, uh, that's what's happening in the ISL side uh, in I League. Well, the two 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 completely blockbuster games happened, right? Uh, Sunday and Monday. On Sunday, the Kolkata Derby happened, and uh, East Bengal. Scored a double over Mohan Bagan, uh, which was uh, which is rare. This is the third time they have done it. The uh, the last two times, the only two times they have done done it was in 2003, 2002-2003, uh, and 2003-2004, and uh, both those seasons East Bengal lifted the trophy, right? And uh, this is the third time they have done it, and they're not that far from the trophy right now. Then Real Kashmir versus Chennai City happened and, well, the entire title race got got shook up as uh, Chennai City lost to Real Kashmir, 1-0, tight game, but, uh, of course, Real Kashmir just uh, claiming victory on a sunny day in Kashmir, and uh, what do you think, which which of the games was more uh, impactful do you think? Was it Kolkata Derby with all the drama, or Real Kashmir and Genesity with all the title implications?
2: I, I think it was a Real Kashmir's game because there was much more on the line. Mohan Bagan, you can keep them aside; they are not really there as we talked about last time. Oh. Well. So when you really have something there for grabs, you know that is where it makes things interesting. Chennai had everything to play for. Real Kashmir went in fearlessly, and that just shows you know your home advantage the belief that, that that live wire effect that was there in that mm. team you could see you know, they were so hungry playing in the top flight for the first time bringing up that Kashmir state mail. It was all pushing them up and we saw right from the start the nicd war not at the usual best this is rare now this could be leading it could be leading from the weather condition to pressure getting to them to the tactic uh, applied by Real Kashmir, so there was a lot uh, being said uh, about the weather conditions being affected. Uh, then, uh, but I-, I think, in a way, it was, uh, it was Real Kashmir's game to take you know, because they were uh, playing not to be losing because we had more to play for rather than to lose for the it was the other way around. Mm. And this uh, pressure
1: dragged them up. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is this is so interesting uh, the way things work out in the i league uh, chennai city of course uh, a, a very well knit team uh, is it it's very consistent gives you results day in day out and then they go to uh, kashmir and play in a uh, little bit alien conditions against a physical team on a small ground uh, it's it's a turf not grass uh, they practice in the snow uh, then we have 18000 uh, very vocal and uh, you know Hardcore supporters cheering for the home team. All of a sudden, uh, Real Kashmir grants out a victory. And, and now everybody is at it. Chennai City at 30 points. Churchill Brothers 28 points, both on uh, 14 games. Real Kashmir also on uh, on 28 points from 14 games. East Bengal are on 25 from 13. So basically, if they win their next game, they're practically at the same spot as uh, Real Kashmir and uh, Churchill Brothers. Yeah, and uh, that means... The effective lead of Chennai City is down to two points, and one one misstep means somebody takes the uh, you know just just overtakes them, and we got.
2: isn't wasn't it interesting when you see a Chennai City team that has been free flowing in you know goal scoring and they've been so flawless in defense, and all of a sudden it, it it's all left behind. Yeah, yeah. left by, behind all all the stats, all the momentum that they are built up and it just makes it for nothing. And real Kashmir is you know, out of, we are talking about Mumbai to be coming up slowly, uh, up the ranks, getting stronger and stronger. And see this uh, story that real Kashmir has come up with. They, they're challenging title contenders and leaders yeah. who had such a healthy lead. And it's a similar story going right there. But then look at Kashmir there. The first time in the top division, this is playing so fearlessly who, who would imagine them to the challenge uh, the title contender is
1: already in the first year yeah i mean literally they're they're actually riding the uh, momentum from last season which we saw happen with Niroka as well last time yes. and uh, it's it's also the fact that uh, it's not like they're going up against uh, teams who have the most experienced players in the country anymore you know all the all the experienced players all the, uh, the cream of the crop has gone over to isl but that's why it's it's still so interesting that even with these players, I-League clubs are still so deadly. Like that's what you can do with a with a uh, good strategy and uh, a, a players that can execute it as an uh, as a unit. And uh, that's what that's what happens. Like Real Kashmir probably have uh, kept uh, almost half their squad from uh, the second division uh, team that won uh, became champions and came up. And uh, it's it's delivering the results. Of course, uh, right now, they have all the momentum. They have all the backing of the state. They're fl- playing for way more than just one club or one match or just uh, one more title. It's it it's almost symbolic uh, what they're doing out there. I think uh, gearing yeah. up
2: to a similar finish that we've seen last season. When I was right there with the lead, slowly started up towards when it was really required and Menorca went right up till the till the till the final. You know, all, till four teams are challenging for the title race.
1: Right yeah, with the, and, and ready, the gap is two points. Know. Four clubs, yeah. two points. You literally cannot even make a bet right now. Because who knows what? Like Ch- Churchill Brothers and uh, Real Kashmir are, are going to play. Depending on whether one club wins the game or it's a draw, the entire title race will look like a very different thing on Thursday. Then we have Real Kashmir playing Gokulam and East Bengal playing Neroka. Uh, and then we have a, another top-of-the-table uh, showdown between Real Kashmir and East Bengal. And uh, you have you have uh, a team like Chennai City failing in Kashmir. It, it's going to be so delicious to look at how uh, a, a Spanish touch team like uh, East Bengal goes out and does uh, in that uh, condition. But uh, again, we just don't know whether we'll get to see it because uh, one sad part about the Real kashmir Chennai City game was that the game was not seen by anybody who was not there. right? Uh, the, the game was pulled from Star Sports uh, a few days ago uh, because their OB van got stuck in uh, uh, Shimla. Then they tried DD Kashmir. Even DD Kashmir's uh, van could not show up. And they wanted to stream the match. But when they tried to stream it, the internet did not work. So, kisi ko ne dikha You know, a historic match where Real Kashmir just uh, announced themselves that they are title contender and real title winning material. Like, you you can't complain if after beating the league leaders of the entire season, they go on to win the league also. So, yeah, suddenly uh, the, the the luck ran, ran out for everybody, I would say. Did you see it coming, man? I, I kind of I saw it coming when I was looking at the game was being pulled from everywhere. I, I thought like, "Aaj a blackout to really
2: blackout it, it, It's something that uh, adds up to the curiosity of uh, the, the seriousness of, of this league. Because everything is up for grabs, everything is on the line for all. And then all of a sudden, it just, uh, it's, it's, it's like an anti-climax.
1: Yeah. Everything
2: just goes down, down the, the spiral and you, you get to see nothing. Yeah, so much build-up uh, prior to the game, and we sad uh, to
1: miss out to see it. So hopefully, uh, there won't be more uh, troubles uh, on the uh, you know Real Kashmir versus East Bengal game because I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, that one is going to, I think, uh, define how the rest of the season will play out because I suspect East Bengal have more mileage uh, in this title race than uh, Churchill Brothers and Real Kashmir. Uh, uh, you know the the team they have, the depth of quality they have. Uh, that's that's. It looks like it, it, they're meant to go out and capture it. I mean, I'm I'm not saying this with any amount of happiness in my heart, as you can uh, understand, uh, because uh, just now East Bengal beat Mohan Bagan two nil at the Kolkata Derby in a, in a game that was. Uh, man, I. It was it was nerve-wracking. Uh, it was controversial. It was physical. Uh, it was it. It led to a lot of fallout. Uh, your quick impression on the game, Kevin? Uh,
2: this is a typical derby. Uh, everything in it. Uh, there's no derby. Uh, there's no question kind of derby if it's not uh, controversial. It's not uh, uh, talking about what should have been, what could have been. Uh, but I, I, for me, you know, as a neutral, I, I really look up to this. Uh, as one of the biggest uh, times that Indian football has shown. Uh, this is this is interest, irrespective of what situation both teams are in. It's always interesting to to have the build-up uh, so much, and especially for East Bengal. This is uh, the momentum that they wanted to carry forward, and uh, Mohan Bagan could do all damage to that. Uh, but but I, I think they just held on. A little, they were a little more braver than uh, they, they really expected. Uh, Mohan Bagan... Uh, and they've had a tough season. We we all know how how difficult it has been. Uh, the, the, the players, really, you know, it, it, it doesn't look like that. Uh, fighting Mohanmagan, where you have that up from the top top teams, and then you give the chance to Magan to bounce back. It's not really that team. Uh, I don't know for what reason, but uh, even though we're we're looking the stronger before the start, uh, yeah. But you always have those talking points. Uh, coming back uh, to the refereeing decisions, yeah. coming back to those, uh, those, those, being conceded. Uh, but I, I, I think overall, it, it didn't look like the most happening derby uh, mm. as it has been from the last few years.
1: Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's a uh, loss in, and I mean, uh, after dominating the derby for 33 months, Mohan Bagan uh, have lost two in a row. And uh, just, just on the refereeing decision, uh, so I have, I have heard two schools of thought. One was that, uh, you know, Dika took the shot. It hit uh, Darren Caldera before going in, and Darren Caldera was in offside position. That's one school of thought which, uh, you know, uh, which uh, supports the linesman's decision. Uh, the other school of thought is that uh, Caldera was not really affecting the uh, momentum of the ball. It's not like the ball was going out and uh, Calera, uh just, uh, you know, put it back inside the net. The, uh, he did not alter the uh, direction of the ball, and uh, some people were citing examples of, uh, you know, similar situations happening uh, in international football and decisions going different ways for different referees. Uh, what's your personal opinion on this?
2: Yeah, partly firstly. Uh with respect of, of the rule book, with respect of what we know about the law of the game for uh, being you know, uh, being disallowed, it all comes down to what the referee saw from the angle that he was in.
1: Yeah.
2: And and that can be the end result. You know, you can always have two sides to the argument because that, that that's what you know, is a matter. Mm-hmm. But what the referee sees at that moment, I think that is detrimental to his decision, it, it sometimes you know it can even negate the rule of the law. Probably when we're talking about the ball not moving, uh, you, you have a player not interfer- interfering in the player uh, in the ball being played. So it could be on the linesman that uh, if it's not an infringement or is not distracting or deflecting the ball from its uh, its course, you it can rule it. Players not. Uh, you can just imagine the player has not done anything. We just have the goal uh, being counted. But from my point of view, I would really say, you know, uh, the referee's decision was correct at that situation, knowing that uh, you know, the the license was supportive of what he saw, and he had to be, you know, uh, uh, he had to make a judgment on that decision as well. So probably uh, he, he it won't make too many yeses, but uh, I think that was a perfect decision from the referee's side.
1: Yeah, well, uh, even I have to concur, uh, I mean, when I saw it first, I thought the decision was atrocious, but uh, later I was looking at uh, the stills and uh, hearing some people's arguments and I was like, yeah, this, I mean, I would see the point if the referee allowed the goals, if the linesman did not put the flag up, but I see this point as well. Uh, so yeah, East Bengal won the uh, game as the better team and uh, they deserve to enjoy this moment. I Meanwhile, Mohan Bagan are falling apart. Uh, if you have been keeping an eye on social media, uh, if, at the time we were recording, it, close to 100 Mohan Bagan fan groups have uh, simultaneously suspended their match day activities uh, because uh, some of the T4s that Mohan Bagan fans brought were stopped by the police and uh, that was done at the direction of the uh, club officials, Mohan club officials, who uh, told the police to watch out for any objectionable content in the banners. So uh, four T4s were blocked by the police from uh, entering and all of them belong to the Mohan Bagan fans. And uh, as a, as a protest, the fans are doing that. Uh, some of the uh, Kevin the the content of the T some of it was controversial. Uh, one of them uh, you know referred to the uh, East Bengal fans as invaders, which uh, is quite derogatory uh, considering their migrant heritage. Uh, but the question uh, comes down to is what can the uh, you know should the should the clubs just start? Uh, censoring uh, the the expression of the fans like this, or should they allow it to play out on both sides? Because, uh, of course, even uh, East Bengal took a jibe uh, at Mohan Bagan in the last derby uh, with, with tea and uh, sugar and milk. Uh, you know, If you go to the Maidan, you know what, what that means. So, uh, should, where, where do you stand on this? Is this the direction Indian football should take? Uh-huh. We've seen things happening at the
2: Derby prior and post at the Derby. Uh, It it, it, is a heritage that uh, both these clubs have for women's football. Uh, When we talk about uh, history, we do talk about uh, East Bengal and Mombokan. But going to uh, men's, uh, at taking the opposition down via your uh, slogans, via your expressions uh, on, uh, on fabric or Words or so it has to come down to the hurt of this. Uh, of, of yeah, It's the sentiment that that's uh, hurt in, in in some matter.
1: Mm-hmm. If it's going
2: to be hurting religious sentiment, it's going to be hurting uh, club sentiment. It's going to be hurting uh, regional sentiment. It, it's it's no longer accepted. And mm-hmm. that is where I think the club has to take take a stand. Uh, censoring can can happen at at, at after a point when the club has made it clear that it it, it will stand by something uh, which is positive, which is right, uh, and not something racist or something that is hurting anybody's sentiment. If it has been made clear by, by the club officials in a recent time and the the fans do uh, without taking notice or without uh, being heed to that, uh, then I think the uh, censorship should be applied. But I haven't seen something from, from either of the clubs Put out to as a message to the fans saying uh, yeah. Yeah, that they would appreciate uh, uh, the sentiment to be kept in place, uh, the respect for the mutual respect for both uh, mm. fans, clubs, and players. So, this, this is going to continue because we see we see, we see, we see a club, you see clubs who have not you know, supported fans' voices, they've not uh, come and appreciated fans' fan clubs. So, this is bound to happen. You know, so, mm-hmm. when you can't control your uh, your voices, your your opinions of your fans via your uh, positive words, you, you will be trying to censor them uh, via no, not acceptable methods like directing yeah. the police. So in a way, I think uh, this is bound to happen. And uh, it, it, in, it, in, a, in a way, a proper protest. I wouldn't say they're going uh, uh, any wrong means in, in doing this. But this is also sending a signal to the club obviously that they care And they really want them to take some actions and be vocal about what what the the protest is about.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with you to the extent that, uh, you know, uh, given the uh, tension that comes to a boil during derbies between the Bangalore and Goti communities, uh, if you use words like uh, invader or servant, it's it's going to uh, you know provoke somebody and then if something happens you know somebody gets provoked it uh, you know triggers a brawl and somebody gets hurt and that's that's what i keep saying like if you're going to provoke I, the same thing i say about uh, you know burning flags of the opponent team like you you do something that provokes that you know is going to provoke the other side and if somebody gets hurt because of that do you want that on your conscience so so that's that's the self a reflection that the fans need to do but all the banners should not have been uh, you know stopped for for one one banner was like taking taking a jab at East Bengal that like you're a lion before I league but during I league you become a pussycat uh referring to their uh you know 16 years without winning the league but uh, so it's a you know there's there's no reason for that to be stopped but, but uh the police did it and I think what Makes the matter worse is that the people who are uh, you know blocking these banners are, are not the host club they are letting the police do it, and the police does not understand one hundred percent of the banter that goes on some of the things that may be offensive they will let in and some of the things that are not offensive they will block so it's it it just becomes a uh, you know mess complete mess and then the club just uh, you know points the finger at the police hey we didn't block it, police blocked it. And the police will say we only blocked it because the club said watch out for objectionable banners, and uh, we we don't know we we thought it might be bad so we blocked it. It's not like the police is out there to uh, you know. It's their first priority is to ensure free expression and proper banter happens in the in the galleries. So yeah, it's it's like I think that's that's what enrages the fans. That. You have a complete, uh, you know, shirking of responsibility and and uh, just just an utter disregard and disrespect for fans uh, that that plays out uh, in the Maidan. Uh, let's see uh, this the the protest is growing at this stage. Uh, uh, this there's, there's not going to be uh, too many people who will show up uh, for the Mohan Bagan Gokulam Kerala FC game. It's I think it's going to be a near universal boycott uh, and. Uh, Until the club management does something to uh, rectify the situation, it's not going to get better. And uh, from what we're hearing, uh, something might happen, you know, some announcement, some uh, movement might happen from the club management pretty soon. But anyway, uh, this is the first half of the show. On the other side, we have a surprise guest for you who will be speaking exclusively to us. uh, And he's an Indian international footballer. So stick around.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another awesome week on the IVM Podcast Network, where IVM podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You know, we've been doing this for a couple of weeks, and I think it's working out quite well. If you're enjoying the show that you're listening to, why don't you do this? Pause the show, take a screenshot, and post it to your Instagram stories. Tag us on IVM Podcast, and leave us a comment for what you think about the show that you're listening to. We'll post that to our story so that, you know, I mean, like everybody can see what's going on, who's listening to what. Also, I have another little announcement. We are finally launching our new version of our Android app. It's going to be out of and properly, it's going to move out of beta. So if you are listening to us on the old app, it might be time for you to kind of look for the new one. Unfortunately, it's not going to update from the old app. You're going to need to uh, re-download the app or reinstall the app from the new listing. You'll be able to get the new app. You'll get a link for that from either the show description of the show that you're listening to, or you could go to our website and there'll be a link over there. So we launched a new show called How to Citizen. It is hosted by policy professional Meghnaad S. and comedian Shreyas Manohar. Every episode is a look back at a chapter from an eight-standard civics textbook. The first episode featuring Rohan Joshi is out now. On The Scene and the Unseen is part two of Amit Verma's conversation with historian and author Ramchandra Guha. They discuss the return of Mahatma Gandhi to India and his involvement in the freedom movement. On the Filter Coffee Podcast, Karthik Nakrajan talks to Ramki S., founder of Sports Mechanics India. They talk about how video analysis changed the face of Indian cricket and why Virendra Sehwag dedicated his Multan Triple 100 to Ramki. On Cinemaya, our Hindi film show, filmmaker Aruna Rajay Patil shares one of the most dramatic human stories of love, loss and hope with host Swati Bakshi. On Varta Lab, Naveen and Akash talk to fellow comic Adar Malik about his background in law and parting ways with the comedy collective SNG. And with that, let's get you back to your show.
1: Welcome back to TFG Net Football Podcast. Uh, We have uh, Raju Gaikwad, the stellar defender himself, who is speaking to us exclusively. Uh, Kevin, uh, you stay uh, in Malad, right? Uh, Yeah, I've stayed at Malad before. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I stay at Kherwadi. And guess what? Uh, He's from Kalina, which is directly between us so uh, his if i if i try to go to your house i will be passing through his house so it's it's a, it was really uh, you know great to catch up with somebody who f- felt that local uh, to the area that we both know and uh, he he has that mumbai roots a uh, good uh, sportsman family background and uh, he went on to uh, play for uh, the biggest clubs in the country East Bengal, Mohan Bagan, uh, fc goa uh, then uh, he's playing for Jamshedpur FC now. So It was great to catch up with him and, uh, uh, you know, l- listen to him up as he uh, lays out his expectations, targets for the season. Uh, he's having a good time at Jamshedpur FC. The club is having a good time and he's got some personal goals. So let's take a listen to him. First, I just wanted to ask about because, uh, you know, we don't see way too many uh, players who are, uh, you know, uh, natives of Mumbai who have been, uh, you know, playing in the high level of uh, football for so long, uh, in the current times. Uh, so, how, what what prompted you to get into football?
3: Actually, uh, my father basically he was in sports more. Like okay. he's a box, he's a boxer. Okay. So he has a Chhatrapati Award. Uh-huh. So, so basically, my family who like my father, my brothers, they were in completely sports. So. We looked at it on completely and like after uh, some trip standard in uh, in school we because we had a lot of you know, opportunity in uh, uh, when we in uh, Mumbai in Kalina. yeah so there were more football like we mostly go like or was there so mm-hmm. we had a good opportunity like mm-hmm. to come up mm-hmm. so so it was good like no we are having some good coaches like to yeah. coming up for our players like in school state.
1: Yeah but uh, your t- career really took off after you joined Tata football academy so uh, how how did that trial come about
3: yeah tata football academy like it's a, like a, like a big stage for me like that yeah. was my uh, good time we had like good memories and uh, that thing only uh, made us in uh, a professional yeah and as I joined in east bengal and I spent more time in calcutta yeah so that was my dream also to be in Calcutta because uh, more craze to football yeah. and uh, yeah
1: so i mean uh, how did you get what how did the uh, you know opportunity come for uh, tata football academy
3: actually i was in uh, Mahendra, i was in under 16 okay so i was playing there so we had a tournament in calcutta huh. so from there, there from tata football academy pj kumar and renjit coaches they had come for selection mm. so from there i got a call for trials after that i in 2005 6 i went for a trial and after that i got selected and uh, i started my journey from six to ten in the football academy
1: nice uh so i mean after that you got into uh arrows i mean it was uh, a aiff 11 i think it was called back then so uh, yeah it was, so was that was that uh was that how you thought you should get into the uh, you know top tier, or uh, you know, uh, w- I mean, uh, did it seem like a good idea at that time to play for an experimental team with so many inexperienced players, or uh, did you want to just go into a big club that would give you grooming from other players and maybe uh, even better coaches?
3: Actually, we had a uh, after Tata Pruger Academy, mm-hmm. I had a sign with East Bengal actually okay, for wow. uh, two two years. I actually had a sign. So after that, uh, we were playing for under 20, under 23. We were mm. national team. Uh, we was under 23. From there, actually the ASF started planning to build up this Indian arrows, which is they are playing in I League now. Yeah. So it started that time in 2011. So that was a good plan for uh, which AFF made, like uh, taking uh, players from under 23 and under 19 mix up. And mm. so we had a good uh, year in 2011. Maybe we came in uh, in I League something. Seventh or eighth position we came yeah. So without any uh, foreigners and we had a good, a good tournament that year, yeah. and uh, good, good players were there. And they wanted to do that further, to plan for the for the same team. But uh, club, the actually didn't allow some of the players who were in clubs. He had they had signed with the clubs. So we have gone back to East Bengal. Some other boys went to other clubs. Mm. So. After that, I joined in 2012 again to East Bengal, and after that, I played in East Bengal after that in Mumbai.
1: Mm, I mean, uh, four seasons at East Bengal, uh, those were some very interesting times. Uh, Indian football was changing, even Kolkata football was, uh, you know, going through a lot of changes. So, what what was it like, I mean, uh, at a young age, playing for a big, murky club like that, is it, is the pressure... Uh, you know, too much for a young player to handle early on because you're from day one you're expected to deliver.
3: Yeah, uh, actually, uh, we started uh, joining East Bengal in the like young age. Little mm-hmm. pressure is there, like uh, when we played a big match or big match, mm-hmm. and uh, lots of pressure is there, like from the fans, official, and all these things are there. But when we get too used to this. Uh, everything get all stable like so, so one year two year so automatically like you get, get to know everything and uh, pressure good likely goes away and like you get to used to all these things and it's good uh, playing in that uh, atmosphere like uh, big crowd big fans and it is really good to be there
1: yeah and uh, 2014 was I think you went to play for Mumbai City uh, in the first ISL and after such a long, you know, uh, I mean, at that point, you were already playing for India. We, you, you had already been around the country playing football. This was the first time you got to play for uh, a club from your city. So, uh, was that special or felt different or something?
3: Yeah, it was uh, good. Uh, when I joined uh, in the city, but I didn't got much chances. But I started and after that, I didn't got much chances. And... Mm. Uh, very few matches I played there and uh, th- not that good season I had there. Mm. And uh, after that, uh, last, this, this year before I was in Mumbai City, mm. so uh, had a good season. And it's good to play like in different places and getting uh, different experience in uh, like different states and different places, different clubs. So we get to know more about yeah. uh, every club and every state. It's good. but.
1: Yeah, 2011 was a very big year for you. Uh, I mean, you played for under 23s, and then immediately within one month, I think, just uh, suddenly got the call up and played uh, for uh, yeah, the national senior team. How, can you can you like uh, give give me some pieces of memory from that time? Like, how did you get the call first time that you were you know, called uh, gonna play for the under 23 uh, stuff like that? Actually,
3: we uh, were uh, when we joined the Indian Aeros, like uh, that time. Like we were in the, like like a uh, young and very in big time and uh mm. we started playing indian arrows and uh, was continuing playing in 11 and, yeah. and after that uh, after indian arrows the same coach was there mm. abul pingy joined for 123 uh, team national team and after that we were together the same team was there together mm. so it was easy for us like you know everyone was there together and it was easy to play and yeah. more understanding together and mm. it was good to play all the with all the boys, same boys in under 23 and in the arrows, mm-hmm. and uh, it was good time. Like uh, it was like, uh, the, all the yeah, most of the like six seven boys was uh, suddenly we were in the national team yeah. after under 23. So everyone were in the shape, good shape, and really I think so really motivated, and and we are a good coach obviously, yeah. and uh, we were under Bolton. Uh, uh, that year, same year, and he, after, after one tournament we played in maybe in Malaysia or something. Mm-hmm. And after that he left. So we had a good experience. Uh, from start, We started uh, with Bolton, And after that uh, we had a good time like uh, with the national team and uh, I got really confident. Slowly, slowly, slowly after 123 Indian errors and I went to the national team. So my uh, confidence went up, and I would want to got more experience with the senior players and all the things.
1: Mm, uh, you know, uh, your one of the big uh, games in your national career is uh, when you uh, India beat Cameroon uh, at Nehru Cup, uh, and uh, you were in that game. So, uh, what what was the feeling like? You know, uh, being at the center stage in, a, in a, such a big game. Uh, that,
3: good. that was a good tournament uh, for us, like and uh, playing with the big teams like Cameroon, and uh, I basically I feel uh, it was really a great experience mm. playing with the big big teams, like getting good exposures and getting experience more. And uh, really, I like to play like with the good teams. We get more experience, more confidence, mm. like further in our football journey. So we had a great time and we won the tournament. Uh, like it was really good time for us.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, and that was uh, literally one of those uh, uh, memorable games where India just goes out and uh, you know performs uh, to the best of their abilities and you have a memorable result. So uh, after that, uh, you know, you've, you've been uh, uh, you know, you made, made a move from East Bengal uh, to Mohan Bagan not very long afterwards uh, 2015 I think it was uh did that did that get a you know uh, kind of negative reaction from fans because you know you you're going from one rival club to another it's a bit of a uh, you know frowned upon move
3: yeah but uh, for the fans it may be yeah. but uh, as a, as a player as a as a player mm. because i I, you know, I wanted to play like uh, for east bengal and and i wanted that experience more in calcutta mm. because i knew there is more like more exposure and yeah. like uh it's really i feel like uh playing in calcutta and in the, the that atmosphere and i really get more confident uh day by day playing there we mm-hmm. bring bengal to mohan bagan. and uh, I, I was really comfortable being there yeah.
1: and you won the federation cup also with mohan bagan uh how was uh, that like
3: yeah, it was really good. Uh, I saw like I was I was in East Bengal also. We yeah. won Patrician Cup in Chiliguri also, yeah. and after that I was, we were in Mohun So that celebration when we come from the we take the club and come to Calcutta city, yeah. like it was amazing. Like uh, the atmosphere from the airport to this, uh, the club, yeah. like uh, it was like uh, memorable for us. Like can't forget all that memories. So it was really. Amazing, like no, with all the crowds, uh, like coming from to the from airport to the club, it was mm-hmm. really full packed. So it was really nice, like that. That's the thing only, uh, like for, about Calcutta. that craze is there, that respect is there for the players.
1: Mm. So you've been, uh, uh, you know, uh, also you have had uh, other clubs which are uh, very popular with the fans there, FC Goa and uh, you you had uh, you were playing on uh, in front of packed stadiums uh, when you moved there so was that what, what is that how would you compare uh, the you know the crowd of uh, kolkata with the crowd of goa is it similar in terms of tone and intensity
3: uh, i think so maybe from my view uh, from it, it is different calcutta mm. uh, crowd and, and goa crowds are a little different like uh, Calcutta crowds are like, I think so, they're more aggressive. Mm. And the expectations are very high in Calcutta. Yeah. In every matches, and it, it, it's different in Goa. Like, mm. um, the, like in ISL, when ISL started, the crowd like coming up and like it was, it was good. I, I can say like, yeah, Calcutta also is good and Goa also is much better. But it's a different, uh, type of, uh, like fans and, so uh, Goa also was a really amazing season for me when um, Zico was there. I had a really yeah. good experience under Zico and really uh, had a good time with, with the coach.
1: Yeah, and it was also the season uh, where the controversial final happened in Goa. Uh, can you can you like give us a few memories from that game? Uh, what what went wrong suddenly? Because Goa seemed like they were about to grab it and they were unstoppable all season. And just it fell, fell apart in the last few minutes. What happened
3: there? No, we had a good great season actually. I played a semi final in
1: Delhi and after that I got
3: injury and oh, played okay. final. Ah. And uh, we had a good match, that uh, final match with Chennai. Mm. And it's a part of game like So we had a good game uh, because I was seeing the game from the stadium. Mm. So both the team played well. Go also played Chennai, also played well but uh, in the last moment we continued to the goal and uh, they took the role topic yeah uh,
1: but you know coming back to uh, the current season uh, when you uh, got the offer from jamshedpur and you joined uh, was it something of a you know homecoming for you because uh, tata football academy is where everything began and uh, uh, suddenly you are back uh, playing professionally in their club
3: yeah, actually, uh, when I got a call from them, so so my like um, 80% was 80, 85% was like yeah, because uh, that that thing from where I came out, from where I been a professional football player, mm. so I had a like a dream to be there and experience that something uh, professional teams are coming there mm. and uh, to be there to help the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have a good time here now, and uh, really a uh, good uh, infrastructure is there in Tata. Yeah. Like uh, I have like, um, maybe uh, I can't see anywhere in uh, Indian mm-hmm. football what mm-hmm. infrastructure they have in Tata Football Academy and this Tata FC. Mm-hmm. So really, it's really comfortable uh, having a good time with this team.
1: Yeah, and of uh, of course the race is on. Uh, you know we we're, we're getting uh, some tough fight from uh, a couple of other clubs to stay in the uh, top four. Optimistic about the season.
3: Yeah, uh, six matches are left, and uh, yeah, chances are more for us. Mm. Uh, we are just preparing ourselves. We having a first game in Goa on twenty eighth. Yeah. So uh, we're getting prepared for the match and. We are trying to give our best, and uh, all are getting prepared. And as all the teams uh, wanted to be in the top four, Mm. so we're just focusing on 28th, and wanna be uh, looking forward to win.
1: Yeah, is is it is it a bit different for you, like emotionally, when you play against a former club, or is it just
3: professional? Uh, uh, I think so. I think so. Uh, It uh, it is uh, like like. It motivates me in some part mm-hmm. and uh, playing with my ex-team and uh, learn. I feel good. Like, because whenever I play with my old teams, like uh, that, uh, from inside that motivation comes. I don't know, but uh, it's really to um, playing uh, with the uh, good teams, with Goa, like Goa.
1: Yeah. So when you were playing for and you were going extra hard against East Vingos? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and
3: <laughs> that any match like uh, in Derby, uh, mm-hmm. every every player like um, they go really hard because mm-hmm. uh, that is the only match. Like uh, it's like a uh, for each uh, Bengal and one basically, and it's really if you go to see have experience in the stadium, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's really uh, from the fan, from the player. Mm-hmm. Like it's a motivation match. Like like uh, it's like something different. Yeah, uh, I have experience there with the derby match.
1: Mm-hmm. So
3: it's really like uh, you will you will feel when you are young, uh, yeah. when you play first time a derby, you will feel that pressure. But yeah. when you get used to, but you will feel like yeah, I want to play again and again this match, this uh, derby match. Yeah.
1: yeah, there's a derby coming up on Sunday. Who do you think will win?
3: Um, uh, i lot not uh, support uh, any uh, particular team, but. Um, I really uh, I was there last derby between Bengal and Mongol. I was with my wife. I went to for a match, so we had a good time there. Uh, So I took my wife. She wanted to uh, watch the match. Derby Mm -hmm. match before. she didn't watch any matches, but she wanted to watch. Mm. So we had a good time there, and uh, East Bengal won uh, that day. Yeah, I
1: think I think I saw you there. You were uh, at the VIP section.
3: Yeah, so actually, basically my wife, she wanted to watch. She was yeah. really eager. Like, I want to see derby match, how it is, how it is. So I mm-hmm. thought, okay, let's go. So, we yeah. had a good experience. She had a good experience and it a good time there. So we found out lots of official and old friends and had a good time. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's good, like, uh, uh, coming up this derby match on 27th or 28th. 27th, so, yeah. Yeah, 27th. So, um, I just really... Uh, uh, give like good luck to both the team. Yeah, like uh, it's really nice to watch this double match.
1: Yeah, and uh, do you think he's doing Bengal have any chance to win I League this time?
3: Yeah, of course they have chance. They have, they have, I think so till now. Maybe they have the end. Uh, they can till yeah. now uh, because Chennai also is really uh, ahead and Chennai also is really playing good. He's mm-hmm. also uh, doing well. But uh, last match is for Chennai and East mm. So, for some serious mistake, uh, they considered it a goal. Mm. And I, I'm seeing the I League matches, for some matches. Mm. But I can't see that difference in the I League and I said, they're really, yeah. some of the teams are really doing good in I League. Yeah. And mm-hmm. good players are coming up, new, new players are coming up, getting opportunity. And they are really doing good. Yeah. Uh, most of the teams, to East Chennai. And Kashmir, they're really doing good.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, you know, coming back to ISL, uh, Jamshedpur FC, you know, by all uh, you know, decent uh, forecasts will get into the semi-finals. So, what is the vibe uh, when you went into the break uh, during the Asian Cup? Uh, was it about uh, let's try to finish as high, high as we can, or just uh, conserve our energy, make sure we finish top four, and then go for it in the semi-finals?
3: Oh, we uh, yeah, are really uh, looking forward, like no? um, from before only to be in top four. So we all are giving their best, and uh, now also we are really preparing our best to be in the top four. Mm. And uh, coach, every players are really working hard for yeah. that uh, position. And last year maybe they came in the fifth, and. Uh, and the fans and official, they are, they are having great expectation from the team. Yeah. To we have hope like uh, all of us, so we'll be in the top four.
1: No, I mean the the so the target is top four, not like finishing at the top of the table here.
3: Yeah, uh, it's it's not uh, really important to be in the top table, mm. but uh, if we can make it in the top four, it's really nice. Yeah. And uh, it's a different thing after the final final that. Yeah that is a different chapter but it's very important to be in the top four
1: mm-hmm. you've been uh, you know it's not uh, you earlier in the uh, earlier in the season you were not uh, playing regularly uh, was it injury or uh, you know you were just taking your time to adjust to the club
3: so in, in between uh, I, I was going to injury uh, yeah. when i was in Mohan Bagan. Uh, mm-hmm. for a few quiet, uh, three four months I had some mm-hmm. knee problems and uh, I came slowly, slowly come back, yeah, come back. And uh, after that, uh, and it took little, a little bit time for me after injury. I was mm-hmm. not in good shape, but uh, slowly, slowly I, I got it and just uh, getting more fitter and day by day and mm-hmm. getting more confidence.
1: Yeah, in the uh, in Jamshedpur, uh, you know, in the, in the uh, earlier. Few games uh, you were not playing. So was that in, was there an injury or
3: no injury? Uh, I started. I started two games and after that uh, I got some injuries and after I was I was I was good but uh, I was not not there uh, mm. for some matches. Yeah. Um, but maybe whole decision was there. Yeah. So um, after that again I started uh, before the break two three mm. games I started mm. and. Uh, no, everything is going It's all different on the coaches
1: so so how has a break uh, affected the the momentum do you think it has taken away because jamshedpur fc were in a, getting in a very good spot and suddenly you have a one month uh, gap and uh, you have to start from scratch basically so is is did that affect negatively or was that good uh, it's, not,
3: it's good uh, maybe i think so getting a break uh, yeah. are getting more fresh mm. and Coming back, and then you know, I can see like the players are doing much better Yeah. Uh, after, after the break and doing good heart training and giving the best. And just you we know, are more focused, like uh, to give our best uh, on 28th. And yeah. all are doing very well uh, after the break, also. Mm-hmm. So, so, maybe it's yeah. positive for us, like, no, yeah. because uh, we have we had a lot of injuries, also. Yeah. So uh, now everyone upset and good in uh, in good shape. Mm. So it was good, I think. So politics also, I think so.
1: Yeah, and you uh, know we just had the Asian Cup. Uh, Indian team uh, won one game and uh, then crashed out. Were you watching the game? How did you react uh, when? Yeah, I watched the
3: game uh, with the Baron. They played last match. Yeah, in the league, uh, So. I think so. The improvement of the national team is really good. Yeah. Because I can see the matches, and the boys were really giving their best, their heart on yeah. that game. But for a uh, that can happen with anyone. Anything mm-hmm. that is a part of football. So it was. Really, I think so. It was really like hard luck. I think yeah. so. Because in the last moment it happens. So that shows like good. it was really unlucky. But other than that. The team was really giving their best and was really nice, like, you know, the know, early,
1: in the, in the last five uh, you know, minutes and uh, uh, I was there in Sharjah and I can tell you, uh, literally everybody was praying, uh, you know, that even the crowd was almost falling silent and uh, everybody was just watching in anticipation. Did you feel that uh, we could concede or did you think it was done? You know, we were getting a draw and we were going through. I,
3: I watched the whole game. I was yeah. uh, from the starting. I saw the game. And, yeah. uh, I thought like we could draw the match easily huh. that match. So, but um, unfortunately, and that happened in the last moment. So yeah, okay. I was hoping like we were doing really well in the stream also. So mm. I thought uh, we can make it draw easily,
1: mm.
3: or yeah, we can win also. But uh, draw, I thought uh, it was easy for easy for us. Yeah.
1: And uh, who whose performance uh, really uh, sort of uh, uh, you know impressed you in uh, Asian Cup? Can you name one or two players? Oh, well, was really good, and mm-hmm. uh, of course
3: Sunil was really doing good well as he does uh, for the national team. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all of this uh, for the national team, how much he played for the national team. Yeah. And uh, well, actually, it's a team like uh, everyone were working hard together. So it was really good to see, like, no, it's like it was a really uh, different national team. Yeah.
1: Uh, you have not played for the national team for a few years now. Uh, what What is the, uh, you know, what goes through your mind uh, uh, now when you step up to play for your club and all that? Are you? aiming to you know, win your place back in the national team camp?
3: Yeah, uh, that is my target, my dream from before only, when I started yeah. my football, to mm-hmm. be in the national team.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But uh, maybe I think so much because of my performance or something else, uh, I couldn't make it in the national team. Mm-hmm. But I'm giving my best and I'll give my best to continue working hard. And the of thing, I just leave it on the coach who comes in the national team, new coaches or just, yes, just keep going on and yeah. work hard, and just uh, look forward to being in the national team.
1: Yeah. Uh, what is what is the uh, you know target for this season? Uh, ISL Super Cup. Is it a double trophy aim at Jamshedpur FC?
3: Yeah, because um, the it's my dream like to be in Tata Jamshedpur because yeah. from this place I came out and got a professional player. And really, I want to give be my best for this team I'm looking forward to maybe uh, take the trophy. And uh, we are just uh, focusing maybe in top four, and uh, and after that uh, we can go all out like after that top four. Mm.
1: Okay. So looking forward to a lot of great performances from you. Uh, you know, best of luck for the game, all the matches upcoming, rest of the season. And uh, thanks Thank for speaking to me. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks. bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So you heard him, uh, Jamshedpur FC, uh, are going at it with a lot of hopes and dreams, and hopefully they achieve their dream of uh, making it to the top four, which was unfulfilled last season. So, yeah, uh, that's about it for us today. Uh, a lot of nice things are happening all over the place uh, in Indian football. Uh, India just have been uh, on a roar in the women's front back to back three friendlies that they have won uh, indonesia uh, they just beat 3-0 before that they beat hong kong twice uh, there's another game against indonesia coming up uh, if we get a live stream we'll share it on the fan we've got soft championship coming up for women and there may be something a little bit of surprise before that uh, that AIFFF will reveal uh, soon uh, you know that's that's going to be a surprise that I will let them uh, give to you guys. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what's happening. Uh, I League is on, ISL is on every single day. There's uh, non-stop footballing action, and all of it will be tracked through our Twitter handle at the rate TFG football and at the rate the fan garage. If you're listening to this podcast on YouTube or Facebook, give us a like, Uh, do share, do subscribe, and all the other things that you do on the internet these days. Uh, I I feel like I'm completely old and out of touch with these things, as I am uh, with iTunes, Stitcher, uh, and uh, SoundCloud, and all these places that I'm told the podcast is available. But if you really want to take a look at the best podcasts that India has to offer you should go to IVMPodcast.com or download the Podcasts app where you can listen to this podcast and uh, dozens of other really good podcasts uh, so yeah we will come back to you next week with updates and lots of fresh news and analysis on whatever is happening uh, in Indian football till then that was Kevin Barbosa with me and I'm Shiranji Toja signing off Advertising is dead Yep, you heard me right Advertising is dead We're all in the content business now Let's not call it news, TV, radio, etc, etc It's all content And we're in the middle of this weirdly exciting phase Where all the borders and lines that have been drawn over decades Has been swept away by this lovely thing called the internet We're a where we don't dwell on just the stuff that is now But rather the wider stuff about advertising, media, content And the whole goddamn circus surrounding it Tune in every Tuesday for our weekly unboxing of the mystery box we used to call advertising. I'm Varun Dugirala, co-founder and content chief at The Glitch, and this is my new podcast, Advertising is Dead. How aware do you think you are of your laws and rights? Do you look up to laws when you are caught up in situations? Do you know what your rights are when you are stuck somewhere bad? Well, here's a show that can help you move an inch closer to being aware of what your rights are, Tune in to Know Your Kanun with me, Ambar Rana. This is a podcast meant to answer all your law-related queries. Catch
2: Know Your Kanun every week on the IVM website or the app or anywhere you get your podcast from.